Hello and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Welcome back. Get ready back. to stuff some turkeys. Oh yeah, I'm ready for it. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Four Stringers podcast. We're going to be going over some Week 11 injuries for the Week 12 games coming up here. And we're going to be going over the three Thanksgiving games. All that and much more on this episode of the Fantasy Four Stringers podcast. Josh Allen is not elite. Adam Gates deserves another chance. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence was a reach. Yeah, he's never won a fantasy championship. The guy drafted a kicker in the fifth fucking round. Alright, hell yeah. Excited to have you guys back for another one. Yeah, seriously. I can't believe it's already the holiday season. I know. Fucking Thanksgiving's here already. And Thankful tomorrow, for Derrick Henry. <laughs> tomorrow's going to be Christmas. Dude, um, uh, honestly, it's going to feel like that. And then pretty seriously. quick after, it's going to be playoffs. I know. It's it's weird that we're already week 12. But I mean, I love it. I, I don't love that the season's almost, I mean, not almost over, but nearing an end. It's but already I getting I do there. love that we're in the thick of it right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're like this is this is the stretch run mm-hmm. now. It's like, you know, trade deadlines for some leagues have passed already. <clears throat> you pretty much have exhausted all your opportunities to improve your team at this point. Players so are now getting cut from rosters. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're uh, you're at the point now where if uh, if you haven't made any additions to try to get better, you're just relying on luck mm-hmm. sometimes to just get you through. But and speaking of luck, hopefully none of these guys I'm about to name are on any of your rosters because we have a couple injuries to go over. Um, yeah, both physical and just lack of talent, I guess is the best <laughs> way to put it. Because we had a couple people get cut. Daryl Henderson Jr. got released from the Rams. They might pick him back up on the practice squad. Actually, no, I just saw before this podcast started that the Jaguars picked him up. They did. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's going to uh, get elevated off yeah, the practice squad. So quick. we'll see how that goes. Uh, Melvin Gordon cut by the Broncos. Yeah, I, I mean, was another surprised, sort of surprised, but I mean, apparently he's been having some fumble issues. I don't watch the Broncos. I don't fucking I don't care. think anyone watches the Broncos, not even Broncos fans, with how horrible their offense there's, is this there's year. There's not much to watch at this point. Mm. But Joe Mixon left last week's game with a concussion. They said typically the timetable for return, especially this year after the whole Miami debacle, yeah. he'll most likely miss the Tennessee game. I think that's, yeah, that's the expectation at this point is that he will be out for Week 12. So if you haven't already put in a waiver claim on Samaje P. Ryan. And mm. If for some reason he's out there, he shouldn't be. Pick him up now. Um, Chase Edmonds, expected to miss a couple weeks. Not that big of a deal, but still a running back depth piece that some yeah, people... Yeah, Denver's hurt right now mm. at running back. Latavius Murray is going to get everything he can handle. Yep. <laughs> and probably more. Yeah. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire goes on IR with an ankle injury. That was a new one today. Mm-hmm. Jalen Warren had a hamstring injury. Uh, Leonard Fournette hurt his hip, but he likely will play this week. Uh, another breaking news, Gio Bernard designated to return from IR. Oh, so yeah, I forgot about do, Gio. They do get a little yeah. bit of help. Um, as far as other running backs, there isn't too much Mark Ingram did not practice with a knee, and Gus Edwards did not practice with a hamstring, but neither of those guys are consistently starterable. So, Yeah, Edwards, I'm 
kind of bummed because he came back, played one really pretty decent game, and then has missed everything since. <laughs> From the wide receiver side of things, Wandell Robinson out for the season. That's a bummer. ACL. Mike Williams left the game with an ankle injury again. That was my concern. Kadarius Toney had a hamstring injury and exited the game. Um, Corey Davis and Jerry Judy both have not practiced this week thus far. So that's something to monitor, especially the Judy owners and the Cortland Sutton owners. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster still did not practice with a concussion. I would expect him to play this week, but I'm going to assume they're going to nurse that injury as much as possible and just keep him off the practice field this week. Yeah. Um, Outside of that, Jamar Chase did not practice with the hip, but I still think he will play this week versus Tennessee. He's scheduled to come back, and Joe Burrow did say in an interview that he expects them to be fully loaded at offense this week outside of Mixon. I did read earlier today, just this afternoon, that the Bengals expect Chase to play Week 12. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, expect him to be out there. I don't know if he'll be a full 100%, but he'll close enough to give it a go. Romeo Dubes still did not practice with an ankle injury. Obviously, um, Christian Watson has been electrifying since he's kind of taken yeah. over as that role, so we'll see how that goes. That's scary. Continuing Green Bay, but I expect an uptick in Randall Cobb's targets if Romeo doesn't Yeah, Cobb play. is back healthy. You know, he had missed some games as well, mm-hmm. but he's back and he had a decent week last week. He, Rogers trusts him. Mm-hmm. One that in the beginning of the season, if you told me, I would say is would devastate a team, but I don't really think that now it's that big of a loss. Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Towards MCL and is likely out for the year. He's getting a second opinion, but regardless, if Kyle Pitts comes back off a bad knee in week 17, and are you going to start him in the fantasy championship if you're there? No. It's time to drop Kyle Pitts. But yeah, by that time, you would have already gotten through the fantasy, like playoff gauntlet to get to week 17. It's like, do you want to. You want to risk that on Kyle Pitts? On yeah. Kyle Pitts, given the sample size we've seen from him this year, uh, I think not. Let him fuck you over one more time. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's just not worth it. If not, if if anything else, all that does is make Drake London at least rosterable at this point. Now, I mean, he might get the two or three targets. Yeah, right. Extra targets that Kyle Pitts was getting. Yeah, but I think for everyone else involved, like Patterson in the Atlanta offense and Drake London could be focal points now sure. in the passing game. So sure. I think that's actually – that could be big for a guy like Drake London. Um, Gerald Everett, groin injury as well, did not practice. Uh, he actually had a relatively good start to the season. But yeah, he did. injuries have kind of plagued him these last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And he's, his he's, play has suffered as well because of it. Yeah, you could see the correlation. When he mm-hmm. started to get banged up, the, the numbers started falling off for sure. Um, Kyler Murray likely will not start again this week with a hamstring injury. Woof. Yeah, it's been tough sledding for them and L.A. Mm-hmm. That division Sucks. appeared to be arguably one of the best to start the season, and now it's in shambles. So, And the Niners are, what, 6-4? and four Yeah, and Seattle's keeping their name in the hat. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's going to be the <laughs> Niners and the Seahawks fighting for this division. Which is, if you would have told any gambling man at the start of the season to take those odds... I mean, you'd make a lot of money off that, I will say. Somebody somewhere. Someone somewhere did it, for yeah, sure. Put money on the Seahawks to win the division. They're an idiot, and but not right now. Yeah. Because the odds are still probably insane because they're still not in the division lead. And that you you can't expect them to beat out the Niners, but they're still within striking Stranger distance. Stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, Geno Smith's been balling. So. <laughs> it's strange enough that they're even in this position. I know. The, the fact that this is even a topic of conversation in Week 12 is insane. I, Pete Carroll <laughs> might be NFL Coach of the Year. Not Mike Vrabel. Yeah. You, I'm, that's, I'm, that's hard I'm to argue. just being biased. But but, but still, you take a team, a team like Tennessee that's in just as bad a shape this year as they were last year defensively with all the injuries and stuff. 
Especially and the offensive line. That's the biggest toll. You guys are what, 7-3? and three? Dennis Daly is not it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, the the Titans always seem to be in this position. We're a bad 7-3 and three team, though, but they just find a way to win no these idea. fucking games ugly. And that's yep. the difference is they win those ugly games. They find a way to like drag people down to like yeah, just that ugly. You're gonna level. play like shit too. We might not be good, but we're gonna fucking hit you. That's yeah. basically the mentality. It's, it's pretty much what it is. They're it's one like, of the most physical teams in football, hence the reason they get injured so much. But that pays dividends when your second streams are coming up to bat and are hitting with the same mentality that yeah. the starters are. And they just, do it. It's New England 2.0. Yeah, I was just gonna say they do it in a different style than New England, but it's very Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. Bill Belichickian of them. Oh, absolutely. They will dumb you down to whatever level they're on, and then they just pummel you until you know they grind it out and win the game. And a lot of players have had success from the Belichick coaching tree, and a lot of people haven't. But I think what the difference is is that Vrabel played under him as well for several, yeah. many years and knows exactly what's asked of you as a player from that perspective. And I don't think he asked his players to do things that Belichick wouldn't have asked him to do. Yeah, I think that that's why it works out well. They're easy dots to connect with the connection with Vrabel mm-hmm. and Belichick, but it's like it's, it's very reminiscent of a – New England team from the early 2000s mm-hmm. where they didn't have a lot of star players. They had a couple cornerstones, but those guys were like, I mean, they, they would just grind it out and win games somehow. Some, uh, <clears throat> some fucking how, but it also helps our division is soft this year. Like that, that does very help too, when you're playing in a weak division, but you, you can't fault the team for that either. Right. The Patriots had a, a weak division for years. True. They beat the Jets down. <laughs> they, they for fucking over a decade, they had one of the easiest divisions in football. Yeah, Miami was bad, and so were the Jets. And, and Miami and got the, a little resurgence, but the Bills weren't great. The Bills either. were a laughing stock mm-hmm. in the league for years. Like you know, that's you can't fault the team for being in a bad division. They yeah. don't control that. Right, true. All they can do is win the games that are put in, put front, in front of them. Of them. And, and if, if they're that's winning, who's on the schedule? That's who's on the schedule. Yeah, their first what two or three Super Bowls. The Patriots were absolutely not the most talented team Mm-mm. in the NFL. They just weren't. There's a certain amount of luck that is integrated into a Super Bowl run, I would mm-hmm. say. You have to have some things fall your way regardless of how talent-filled your roster is. Yeah. I just, it's rare. I think it's rare that you see the, the best team the, win. The mm-hmm. most talented yeah. team win. Just um, takes one bad day. That's Any given Sunday is as true as it has ever been, especially this year. Yeah, you see it almost every year in the playoffs where mm-hmm. – a high seed goes down and like, since he last year Tennessee when they made the run in 2019 yeah. came into Baltimore with Lamar Jackson as the MVP 14 and two and beat him by fucking like 16 points yeah it's just you never know they had no business winning that game tell you that much <laughs> yeah this league is wild yeah Rex Grossman made it to a Super Bowl that blows my fucking <laughs> mind shout out to Devin Hester <clears throat> yeah Rex Grossman how the hell did the Bears get to a fucking Super Bowl with that guy? And honestly, they weren't. They lost, but they had chances. They took the opening kickoff house. They didn't get blown out. Mm-hmm. You'd say that. I mean, the Colts, I, even at that time, the Colts were a. I wouldn't even call the Colts a great team at that uh, point. Peyton James, Manning, Dallas Clark. Yeah, they, I mean, Peyton Manning was obviously Peyton Manning, but fuck, man. The Colts, what I remember the Colts. In those years, great offense, horrible defense. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time. All their money was being spent in eighteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you got to give up. If you give up 
too much to get someone, you have to take away somewhere else, and it's just how it goes. There's yeah. always going to be a weak, a weak point on any offensive or defensive scheme at some point. Yep. You're not going to be 100% solid all the way through. Um, as far as quarterbacks go outside of that, Matt Stafford has a concussion. It looks like the Rams are going to start an undrafted rookie quarterback this week. So I would stay away from Allen Robinson in any run game because I think they'll probably get peppered. Yeah, the the, the Rams might not score a touchdown. I don't think that's otherworldly to say. I mean, you got starting an undrafted rookie quarterback. You just cut Daryl Henderson. Cooper Cup's out. I mean, what what have you, what have you got to live for in L.A. right yeah, now? Yeah, dude, they're t- what a Super Bowl hangover. And you can't even tank because you don't have a first-round pick next year or for the next dozen years. Fuck them picks sure it's going to be a meme pretty soon. Yeah, fuck them picks is great until, like, until it's not. now <laughs> when you have no no way to rebuild your team. And OBJ's probably not coming back. Oh, and even no. if he does, what's, what's the point? He's not coming back there. No way. No way, no how. You want to be the number one wide receiver on one of the worst teams in the league, or do you want to be the number two receiver or three he receiver? He wants on to a play in team. February. That's yeah. what he wants to do. Hello, Buffalo. Uh, speaking of Buffalo, we could probably get into the first game, eh? Yeah, that, that's actually a good segue. Uh, Buffalo and Detroit will start us off on Thanksgiving. Uh, <sighs> ugh. I I think it's going to be closer than people expect. But I think Buffalo wins this game pretty handily just because of the lack of defense on the Detroit side of the ball. They're ranked 31st overall, whereas the Buffalo Bills have the second-best offense in the league, and Detroit has the second-worst defense in the league. So, obviously, a mismatch on paper right there. I think Buffalo hands them, handles them pretty efficiently, as well as Detroit having the eighth-best offense, but running into the 10th-ranked overall yeah. defense. So, I know Tremaine, the mismatch is there. Tremaine Edmonds, I think is going to miss this week with like a groin injury or something. I don't think it's going to matter for Buffalo's defense. The The spread in this game is like nine and a half. I could see this being a... And it's in Detroit. That's the best part. Yeah. I could see this being a Do relatively tight game. Do you think Buffalo just stayed game. there? They didn't. Oh. No, they, they did travel back to Buffalo, which I mean... I saw they donated $20,000 to Detroit charity or whatever as like a thanks to Detroit for letting them host the game there. Really? Mm-hmm. One thing you can't you can't say about Buffalo fans, for as fucking maniacal as they, they are, are. They do put they their do, money towards good causes. They do. They like do. that year that Andy Dalton uh, yeah. beat whoever it was that got the Bills into the playoffs, mm-hmm. they donated a shitload of money to Andy Dalton's charity. And then, fuck, they were told to do somebody else, and everyone was donating, like, $17 for mm-hmm. Josh Allen. I forgot what it was for, like a I, children's yeah, hospital I don't remember what it was, it was awesome. but they, they do that a lot. You hear mm-hmm. about that with Buffalo a lot. So and, yeah, they, when they tweeted that they donated it, they put a link to have other people donate as well yeah. if they wanted to. So, yeah, they're very good about that. Kudos to them. Yeah, but kudos to them. I think if this game finishes within 10 points, or if, if the spread's within 10, I think it's because Buffalo gets up and just kind of like garbage time touchdowns just, is that what yeah, you're thinking? Yeah, let's just, let's just get our, get the W and get the fuck out of here healthy kind of a thing where they'll I don't think they're going to go out there and pour on 45 points on Detroit just sure. be, just because um could they? Yeah, absolutely. They I totally capable of putting up 40 on the Have we heard defense. anything on Jamison Williams? Uh the the latest I had seen was that they say he will be back sometime in December. Okay. Uh they had haven't really given too much of a timetable yet i think did they i think they activated him off the pup which means they have 21 days to put him on the active roster um he did practice he did yeah i think he did practice yesterday or today for the first time but 
I still think it's going to take him some time to adjust. He didn't have a preseason, nothing. Yeah, it's fantasy relevance-wise, it's probably not going to matter. No, because, I mean, so say he comes back mid-December, um, you know, three, four weeks from now, right at the beginning of fantasy playoffs. Are you going to really trust a Jamison Williams who's making his NFL debut for a bad team? I, I don't know. He's he's rosterable maybe just to wait and see what happens. But I think he's going to start slow. He's going to need some time, yeah. I, I think. Um, I do think he's going to be a dynamic duel, him next and Amon Ra next year. Yeah. Look out. And if they can – not quarterback. That, not that Jared Goff has been horrible this year because he's not been bad. He's not the long-term answer, though. He's definitely not. And if they can get a quarterback that, you know, can get the ball downfield a little bit better and, you know, of course they're You don't necessarily missing. have to start him year one to a Detroit's projected for one of the worst picks in the draft this year, but I think it's improved now that they've won three straight. But if they do end up with a top-five pick and can get, like, a C.J. Stroud or something like that and they can oh, yeah. let him sit and wait for a year and let Goff do whatever, yep. see if they can improve otherwise. And I th- Lions are going to be a better team next year for sure. I think... I'm not going to take the time to look this up. I think Detroit has the Rams' first-round pick next year as part of the Goff trade, don't they? Or did they have that one last year? Uh, they had it last year, I believe. Okay. Because I know they got at least one first-rounder from the Rams. Yeah, because didn't you trade with the Rams? Didn't the, you trade with the Lions for Jamison? Yes, we traded down and from moved 12. Back. We moved back to 32, yep, which, which they got they from had. the Rams. Yep, 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 you're right. Um. No, I was just thinking, like, shit, man, can you imagine if they've got their pick and the Rams pick for next draft? That would be a low. They yeah. would be absolutely loaded. They right. could take a quarterback and then move the other pick back and just grab a bunch of fucking assets, and or not, or just grab two really good players. But Which they did up. this year in the draft, too, with Jameson yeah. Williams and Aiden Hutchinson, and just keep loading with their shit players. And they're set up pretty well for the future. they got some good young pieces that are like Amon Ra, Hutchinson, Swift. Williams, Swift. Um, Sewell, Okuda has been, line. yeah, Okuda has been playing. They've got some young guys mm-hmm. that if they can get some veteran pieces in there in free agency and find a, I think a, I would say Hawkinson, but yeah, see that that actually from Detroit trade side doesn't make much sense to me. Is a head scratcher to mm-hmm. me for the Vikings. Obviously, I understand why they would make that move for Detroit, especially in division. Like you yeah. really don't need to get rid of him. Why, if you're going to get rid of him, why are you sending him to Minnesota? He's on his rookie deal still. He didn't sign an extension yet. It's just so it's like I don't I don't understand the the logic under a lot of teams are giving up on first round picks early. Tony gets shipped too for yeah pennies on the dollar. He he's speaking of Tony, his hamstrings must be just chronically yeah a problem because he's always had a hamstring Mm -hmm. injury. He had him last year and he had him to start this year and now he's got another one. He's twitchy. It's yeah, maybe Uh, too twitchy for his own good. Right. As far as Buffalo's offense goes, I'm starting. Pretty much everybody. Uh, pretty much everyone. Yeah. I don't love Gabe Davis. I mean, I think, I I've think never loved right. Gabe Davis. He'll be all right. This mismatch doesn't scare me by any means. I obviously love Stefan Diggs. He's wide receiver one for a reason. Yeah, Diggs uh, is going to wipe. I don't know that I love the Buffalo secondary. run game, though. I would I would take Singletary because I do think they'll be winning handily enough that they'll start running the ball. That's a good point. Um, I'll take him on or on this game. 
They're going to have to throw. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. He should They're going to have to throw. Goff I, might not be a horrible streamer this week. Buffalo hasn't looked like the giant killers of old these last couple weeks. I did see that De- uh, DeAndre Swift practiced in full today, too. Beautiful. Which it sounds like is a bit of an upgrade for him. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see him actually start to get some more touches now. Jamal Williams leads the league in touchdowns right now. So. Man, kudos to anybody that picked Jamal Williams. I mean, not like you thought he was going to be a fucking fringe running back one. But like you didn't he think is. he was going to let Garrett Blunt it and just fucking right. steal all the goal line touchdowns you, and have 20 at the end of the year? You cannot tell me you expected that. However, props to people that drafted him because... Huge bench piece. Uh, dude, I mean... Fill in for anyone. He's got so much touchdown upside. It's it's lovely. <laughs> I can think of one guy in particular in a league of mine that I just dogged after the draft. I'm like, dude, you're running backs. He had Saquon Barkley and then his... his Jamal Williams and fucking Raheem Mostert. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, your running back two sucks. I mean, you are in trouble. Yeah. And he's only averaging like 155 points a game this <laughs> entire season. So, <laughs> so I was. It's worked out pretty well. Yeah, dead wrong. But. Um, Who would have thought out of all the two headed monster running back position groups that that would probably be the most sustainable right now if Swift is healthy? There's only, I think, one tandem I would rather have in the league for running backs than this one. Who, Chubb and Hunt? Ah, two. Chubb and Hunt for sure, and then Zeke and Pollard. Yeah. But, like, everyone assumed Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon would be great this year, too. They have been great. It's been mostly Aaron Jones. I think Swift and Williams, to me, is like a poor man's version of Pollard and Zeke. Honestly, they might not even be a poor man's version. I think Swift and Pollard are probably on close to equal footing. Comparable. And then Zeke and Williams are probably about the right same, now, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, not a lot of burst for either one. They're not going to break a lot of long runs, but inside the goal line, they're both great options. I think the edge goes to Zeke still just based off name, but yeah, it's and not far off. No, I think that's an actually a, a pretty good comp. Mm-hmm. But there's, like I said, very few tandems for running backs in the league that I would rather have. Sure. So I, I think... Detroit's in a really good place. I would probably start <laughs> Buffalo's defense here too. Absolutely. Because with all that throwing, there's probably going to be some turnovers. I think you'll see dome. a minimum of at least one turnover. Basically a home game for Buffalo because they played here last week. Yeah, pretty much. They're familiar <laughs> with the stadium. The fans probably just booked a fucking hotel for a week. But uh, How fun would that be? That would be kind of sweet. a weekend Detroit. Actually, yeah. it's Detroit though, so I mean. I mean. Yeah, I suppose it's Detroit. What are you going to do? You're going to go tour the fucking Ford facility? probably offer you a job yeah no shit hey you got two hands cool you're hired now you got a job too yep (laughs) i know you got to pay for that hotel i think that's about all i got for the first thanksgiving then though do you have anything else that you want to cover start everything buffalo related start amon ra start swift and then maybe jamal williams sure there you go Uh, we got a huge game at 330 battle of seven and three divisional opponents the giants and the cowboys honestly I would have expected a 40-3 to game out of Dallas this week. Oh, here More we so go. than I would have expected it last There's week. There's no way. We're this bad. You guys are trash. Fucking get off your high horse. <laughs> no, I, I, what I'm saying is I think the Vikings are, are a more capable team than the Giants are. I would have expected Dallas to pummel New York the way that they did the Vikings last week. Maybe they still will. And Dallas but, looked great. Oh my it's God. a good response after the Green Bay game. Yeah, they played uh, – I mean, they were on a – not just a level mm-hmm. higher than what the Vikings were. It was like two or three levels. Yeah, I think Kellen Moore realizes how much he can do with Tony Pollard, and now the sky's the limit for it's this offense. Time. Yeah, seriously. yeah. I mean, he's he can literally play wide receiver if they wanted him to. Yeah, this offense they is, use this offense is <clears throat> going to be fun going forward. Yep. 
And I think, you know, with this, the heightened scoring upside that you're seeing from Dallas, not like Dak is back and Zeke is healthy and um, Zeke's going to get in the end zone more. Pollard's going to get his touches and he's super efficient when he does, you know, when he gets 10, 15 touches a game, but he's getting 100 plus total yards. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, both of those guys are startable going forward. And CD, just on upside alone, is a wide receiver one. Um, Michael Gallup, you could probably, during bye weeks, and with some of the injuries, flex. You know, he's been stable. He hasn't been great. Dalton Schultz, tight end one. I mean, this whole offense is looking like they're coming together at the perfect time. Which is what you love to see from a Dallas perspective, especially in a division that's incredibly tight right now still. And... Might send three teams to the playoffs. Yeah. There's a scenario where all four can go, and that would be insane. That would be wild. I do. I think don't believe enough in Washington to say no. that, but if that did happen, that would be insane. It would it'd be fucking crazy. Their defense is good enough to get them there, but Washington's offense that can't hang. But yeah. not with the quarterback position at no. in flux the way that it is. And the Giants are just too beat up, I think, to really compete right now. Yeah, I you agree. Know. The wide receiving room is banged up. You trade Kadarius Tony, you lose tight ends out. Bellinger, Wandell. Saquon's yeah. had some lackluster performances because of it. I think Saquon could struggle this week. Yeah. I mean, what what do you have to focus on stopping for the Giants other than Saquon? Yeah. I mean, no one. There is nobody. Daniel Jones, baby. Kenny Galladay. Danny Dimes will run for 150. Oh, Vanilla Vic? Vanilla Vic. I love that they call him that. Uh, I don't foresee this being a very I don't think it's gonna be competitive, competitive game. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think Dallas actually handles this pretty well. Not because of the 40-3 game, just because New York's been banged up and they're in Dallas. Yeah. And Dallas' defense is really fucking good, too. Yeah, and I would. that's a smash start this week. Mm-hmm. They should be in your lineup every week anyway, and... Granted, if but you, you own, should, yeah, they could kill this oh, week. Yeah. If you own the Dallas defense, okay, obviously you know that they should be in your lineup. But this is a, this is a super high upside play this week. They're probably one of the top d- two or three defenses for Week Twelve, just in general. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, I going back to the Giants outside of Saquon, there's nothing on this team that I'm even remotely no. willing to touch right Mm-mm. now. Not even look at. Yep. Um. But obviously you do have to start Saquon and hope that he wills them to a close game consistently so that he keeps getting touches. It's it's going to be Saquon, Saquon, and more Saquon in this game. It's either going to be nothing or Saquon's going to have a huge day because if he plays well to starting scores and keeps them in the game, he's going to continue to get use. Yeah. But if he doesn't, he's going to be ipso facto pretty quick. He's going to he's gonna need 30 touches if, if they're going to even keep the game close. Yep. I think. It's, um, yeah, it's going to be a Derrick Henry day for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think Which so. Which isn't out of the question for him to pr- produce at that volume. He but. can do it. You know, what do you have, like 35 carries against Houston the other week? Mm-hmm. Like, was it last week? Which is smart. Which was, yeah, it's the obvious game plan. But, uh, yeah, th- this is a combination of all the bad things going on for the Giants. you got a tough matchup. Your offense is beat up. Um. It, yeah, it's just not not a good scenario. No, for not them right now. Mm-hmm. Not looking good. Um, I think I've hit all the notes that I want to cover in that game. Is there anything else you'd like to go over, my no, friend? No, no. I mean, you're starting anyone Dallas related, and you're basically touching <laughs> nothing on the other side of that. So, um, so down to the Thursday night game. It will be New England coming to Minnesota. 
Vikings by 30. You think so, huh? <laughs> are we um, talking about how many points they're going to give up this week? Because it was actually 40. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about last Thank week. Thank God you were a Bills fan this week, huh? Yes. <laughs> last week is in the past. I tend to not talk about things that happened in the past. I like to I like to focus on the future. Future's bright with this team. Uh, why? Because he got your ass whooped. <laughs> Dude, there's some guy in the stands, the row over from us, that was like screaming in some dude's ear, and he goes, "He just mad they getting their ass whooped." <laughs> it was so funny. Well, that was wrong. <laughs> no, I, I thought D- Dallas would be a really tough game for us in general. Not, I can't say that I even expected the Vikings to win. You lost not, eight of your last nine to Dallas. <clears throat> yeah, we we don't play them very well. It's um, crazy. Going back to like fucking. 2009 was probably smacked him in the playoffs with Favre. That was probably the last three. One of the last times we beat them was 2009, maybe 2010. But yeah, we, we, uh, I'm not surprised that the Vikings came out flat. I'm surprised that they got the brakes beaten off of them that badly. Um, they looked worse than they are last week (laughs) for sure. (laughs) But you know, it's better. You know, it's happy for me. Is that that loss was worse than Tennessee's to the Bills. <laughs> so I feel better, much well, better now. We also beat the Bills. So. Yeah, you also didn't score fucking touchdowns. So. <laughs> um, no, I think they're they're better than the score would indicate, but they're also not as good as their 8-1 and record going into that game. So I think, you know, was I, I was waiting for the other shoe to kind of drop a little bit and for them to kind of come back down to earth. I didn't expect it to go that quickly. Did you see the meme as a Darius Smith? Oh, the one where he's talking about getting uh, feeling like, nine and one. Yeah, woke up feeling nine and one, and then it cuts yeah. to like the Coach Carter, like the "Yes, I'm hopeful." <laughs> yeah, yes, that. I am hopeful for today. And it's like they, in fact, lost by thirty-seven points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I was if I was a player in like pre-games and I saw cameras on me, I would never be walking up to the camera. Hell like, no! Feeling, don't I'm ever declare a win, you dumbass. It's I just, would never. It, you're subject to so much scrutiny if you're wrong, and it's sports are sports. Chris Stranger yeah. shit has happened, like we always say. You can't guarantee a win ever. Yeah, no, I that that's that's always to me that's a mistake. Um, but Probably yeah, learned I, that from Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I was surprised at the outcome. Not surprised at a loss. I think they needed some grounding. I think they were getting a little bit big that's for their That's definitely bridges. humbling. That's a players only meeting kind of game. That's yeah, that's the kind of game where it's like, okay, um <laughs> something went wrong. <laughs> let's just I, I mean, when you get beaten that badly, do, is there anything really to even that's worth going over? Or do you just No, say, fuck, I would just say can the week and move on. Yeah. Forget like, it in the past. Don't even look back because clearly nothing you did was right. And that's all you can take away from it. Yeah, but you do need to cover it because there is a possibility that you end up playing them in, say, the NFC Championship game or something like that. There is a real possibility you run into the Dallas in the playoffs. That's that's very true. However, you can go over that film if that happens, but I'd rather learn it now and have that ingrained so that they have time to correct those mistakes in-game going forward the next couple weeks. If if, if we were to end up playing Dallas in the playoffs, let's assume that we get there. I don't know that I would want to take anything from this game and use that as part of my game plan. Uh, how they, I'm saying how they killed you. Yeah, that's look what at what they did. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because yeah. they're going to do it again, knowing that it worked that well. Right. At least somewhat. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, pretty surprised at that outcome. But like I said, to I'm, I was waiting for a couple losses, you know, to to come. We had been playing with fire for a long time, and. You know, you get the Bills game 
as crazy as that was, and then you come off of that, and you got another tough game against Dallas, and we're thinking like, well, we're eight one. It's you know we're Super Bowl caliber team. Uh, no, you're not. Sit down. <laughs> Every team can lay an egg. It happens. Yeah, it, it does. Um, All right. Well, in this game, what are you thinking? We are we gun shy on anybody in Minnesota? Are we comfortable starting the entire squadron of Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, T.J. Hawkinson, and Kirk? Um, I I would say that I'm not I'm, I'm not concerned, but the Patriots also the last like month have been playing really well. Is it bad that I didn't consider Thielen part of the squad? No, because he's not. He, he might have a decent game this week. He could, if but they he, try to take away Justin. He shouldn't be a an automatic like, oh yeah, Thielen's in your lineup anymore. He's just not that guy. Yeah. He hasn't topped eighty yards once this year. And it's, you pretty much know what we've got from a wide receiver two perspective. Sure. He's better suited, I think, at this point in his career to be a wide receiver three. Think you'll cut him this year? I wouldn't be surprised. Or at the very least, they're going to have to restructure restructure or let him go. Because you can't pay a guy that's like a high-end wide receiver three the type of money that they're paying him. It's like 18 or 20 million a year. You just can't justify that, especially when you're going to have to get that money off the book so that you can pay Justin. Yeah, he's your your Bud Dupree, huh? Mm. Justin's (laughs) going to be, what, 28 million a year? I I bet you he gets 30. Probably. I mean, I don't even know what the going rate is for well, top. Plus, the NFL salary cap is going to go up with the new right. TV deal, so I guarantee you he's going to try to. I mean, or his agent will factor that in and say pay him. 30. Absolutely. And I don't know who the highest paid wide receiver is right It'll now. It'll be Justin. But it's going to be Justin. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be like probably like a record-setting deal. Where Same he, with Jeffrey Simmons in Tennessee. He's yeah. going to break Aaron Donald's record for sure. He'll, he'll set the market, and it might ruin the market for a couple years on receivers because, I mean, who else coming up that's due to get paid for wide receivers except for Jamar Chase is even near his level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's going to be like a the numbers that you see when, when he signs his extension are going to be eye-popping. But anyway, I I would say that I'm not concerned about playing New England, but they I just saw this right before we started recording. In the month of November – just take a wild guess how many passing yards the Patriots defense have, have allowed. In the Total. month of November? In the month of November, this entire month. This is going to be the third week There's, of November. How, how many games have they played? Three or two? Would have been three. Unless they had a bye. I don't know when their bye week okay, was. So At the minimum, though, two games. If not two, it was three games. Okay. 600? 87. Oh. 87 passing yards. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Total in, in the month of November. That's insane. They must yeah. have had a bye. They might have. In the Jets game, I saw also that, I think it was on Pat McAfee's podcast, that the Jets averaged like four inches per play in the I second did, half I of that game. That, That's yeah. fucking wild. Um, but obviously the New England defense has something going right. And Matthew Judon's leading the league in sacks right now. And mm-hmm. Christian Derrissaw is not going to play. Oh, he's God. out with a concussion. Who's Yeah, you guys really felt that when he left on oh, Sunday. Oh dude. Night. He he's like one of the highest graded left like tackles in all of football. To be fair, he got embarrassed on the first play of the game though. So He he got yeah, he got turned around quick on yeah. that one. But you know, we didn't even know he, Kirk fumbled that ball. I didn't even see the play. Oh, did he, he 
when I he got tackled I was, him from behind, we thought he just sacked him for it was going to be fourth down. But then everyone started celebrating. They pointed that way. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, he got the ball, too. I, I got to my TV. There was about 14 minutes and, like, fucking however many seconds. Yeah. On the, and the Cowboys had the ball. I assumed, like I assumed they took like, the oh. opening kickoff. Oh. I was like, oh, well, Dallas must start with the ball. Nope. Wrong. Wrong. Um, Kirk realized what time it was. Yeah. Without Derrissaw, though, and as badly as our offensive line got beaten last week, we might struggle with Judon. I could see you struggling in this yeah. game with it being I, a primetime night game, too. And I, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if this is a low-scoring game. Um, I, There's going to be room for Justin to get his and Delvin to get his. Also, Kyle looked at the record, and Kirk's like fucking 10-41 and 41 against teams with a winning record on i forgot what the actual stat was i'll have to look it up i'll we'll find it later but it was very abysmal <laughs> yeah, he, for whatever reason he's such a routine guy but you put him in those fucking two night games a year that he plays and he just struggles yeah so we'll see um i could see this game being a lot closer than people expect it to be it'll be close 100 percent. it's gonna be a close Ramondre game. will have to have a good game yeah it's the the over under is 42 and a half so, you know, Vegas doesn't really expect a high-scoring game either. I don't as well. I, I think it's going to be the Patriots stopping us. What do you think the score and, is? I mean, honestly, it's going to be probably like 20-17. to 17. And I don't even know who I think is going to win. But I think it's going to be like a field goal type, type of yeah, game. Yeah, it's going to come down to the end somehow, some way. Yeah, that's that's kind of my expectation. I do think it's going to be low scoring. The Patriots defense is good enough to stop us. I don't know that I'd start the Patriots defense though. I think I would without yeah. Darisaw because I think they'll be able to get after Kirk. So you get Which after him. Other problems, sure. And say what you want about how well Kirk has played at times in the like, especially in the crunch this year. Like he's they've they've gotten shit done when they've absolutely needed to. Mm-hmm. But he's also easily flustered. Sure. And if they start getting after him. He'll make some dumb fucking throws. <laughs> you know, he turns into like Trevor Lawrence real quick when, when played about as on. inspiring this yeah. last week. So I'm I'm expecting this to be a tight game. Actually, and I I was curious too, so I looked up the spread. The spread is an even three points. The Vikings are a three point. Of course favorite. it is. Three point favorite just because they're at home. Mm-hmm. So that adds up. It is it's a coin almost, toss, essentially. Basically, they're calling this game with a, a little bit game. with a little bit of home field advantage. Yep, just to sprinkle on top. And that's the exact kind of vibe I kind of have with it too. That's my mm-hmm. gut feeling: is it's going to be a real tight game. It's going to be probably a grinder, kind of boring. You know, I think Dalvin probably Dalvin's going to finish with somewhere between seventy-five and hundred total yards. Justin will probably have. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Justin has. 15 to 20 points for PPR. Okay. However you want to total it up, whether it's yardage at a touchdown or just Receptions a, all the way through. All that. 15 to 20 points. But, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a high-ceiling game for anybody. Sure. I think that's about all we got for the Thanksgiving games, but let's end it with this, Wink. Who is the one player you're most thankful for this year in fantasy football? Ooh, the one player. I think for me it would probably – I got – I'll go with one guy because I Reese have my Hall's couple. Knee. Yeah, fuck, man. I only had him in one league, but it was really nice to have him when I did. <laughs> um, I'll go with one name because I've got him in three three of my leagues, uh, Kenneth Walker. Okay. Because we were able to snipe him for you know every cent we had in fab dollars. 
on waivers, and then I owned him already in two other leagues, and he completely transformed my roster, my yep. team. Um, I went from a team that was going to be like a bubble playoff team in one league to one of the most loaded teams in the league you can make on some paper. Noise. And, yeah, just the flexibility he provided us when we were able to, to pick him up. That enabled right. us to move Damian Pierce and some of our other pieces to get Devontae Adams. And when he comes in with that much value, he moves your running back two to a running back three and your flex yeah. position to now expendable as well. And you can make yeah. more moves on your roster via trade or free agency that you couldn't do beforehand. He just made life a lot easier for a lot of people. He's he's my running back three in two leagues, and that tells you how deep I am at running back with those those two rosters. But he gave us so much flexibility. It able, enabled us to go get Devontae Adams, and that completely transformed our team. Mm-hmm. And we are way, way m- better because of it. Sure. So, Mine would be Mr. Austin Eckler. I have him in yeah. three of my five <laughs> leagues as well. I beat the drum for him this year to continue to continue to stay hot. I picked him to be running back one, so we'll see how that goes. But the biggest thing for me was I picked him over Derrick Henry in every league that I picked him in, which That's was a tough, a tough to sell for me uh-huh. anyways. And he has paid dividends outside of the first three weeks, which scared a lot of people, but he's been fantastic down the stretch. And I think going forward, you're going to only see that, especially in an offense that's been really banged up at the wide receiver position. So They're getting healthier, which is only bodes well for him. Love me some Austin Eckler. Yeah, definitely. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we hope you stuff your faces tomorrow. Enjoy your Thanksgiving and get, buckle up and get ready for another episode later this week, going over all of the Sunday matchups to discuss. I guess I don't know how else to put it, but it'll be. It'll be fun. We'll go over the Thursday games as well. So looking forward to another episode, and thank you again for listening. Hell yeah.